Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 41. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the Rebel Guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. In this episode, listen in on a part of the Higher Balance webinar, The Nothing That You Are, as Eric discusses Ziff's Law and the forces that govern our consciousness. To access the full class, which includes a guided dreamscape experience, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash nothing that you are. Because there's so many people coming in at different levels, and I want to make everybody happy in their understanding, bear with me. Simulated reality, bottom line is, is that there are a lot of people who believe we are in a simulated reality. There's obviously people who are naysayers. There was some stuff that they came out with not too long ago saying that they've proven that, you know, we're not in a simulated reality. And I, I laughed out loud when I was reading how they determined that. And I was like, you know, you know, it's, 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 it just wraps my mind. Like, you know, it's like very limited on their, their vision of why and how much computer power it would take and yada, yada. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, if you keep compounding our technology to me, it's undisputable, whether in a simulator or not, but it would be undisputable that we could not, that, that we would not, not be able to create something as real as is what is reality. It's completely feasible. It's within our limits. And I think the energy resources is, is, is just at our fingertips at this point. So the beginning of something like that is certainly out there. Now, Having said that, I'm hoping that a lot enough people have listened to Rebel Guru, enough people maybe got red curtain, listened to that and everything else. Okay. Look, I think that there are so many factors to try to cover and to present to people that are are, are studying spiritual material that 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 there's a knee-jerk reaction, excuse me, that when we say simulated reality, it feels very sterile. That 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 there's a disconnect from the idea of the force. That there's a disconnect from the idea of God, the universe, life. And that if we are a generated hologram, a generated reality, okay, that's coming from some artificial intelligence, some super intelligence, some other species, some human race in the future, call it whatever you want that 
somehow that there's a, a, a detach of wanting to, to be able to connect or to understand that. And uh, a fear that, that one's existence is, is now marginalized or irrelevant. And that is an internal feeling, okay? And I think that's the first thing I need to, to try to approach because what your mind understands, what you're capable biologically to wrap your mind on, of course, is, is, is really how much knowledge you have to start kind of chunking stuff together in your head. But it, it really decides the limits of what you're going to be able to experience or to, to do, to psychically do, to spiritually do, to the phenomena you experience. It literally on the fly dictates what is going to happen almost in your life. And the more that you can breach reality or what we consider reality now starts to become the connectedness of you awakening. It's, it's, it, it increases that awakening process to change reality, to alter reality. So when one thinks about the simulated reality, I just want you to, to put that to the side. Let's go back to, to Hinduism, Vedic teaching, ancient teaching, and they, they talk about Brahman. And they say that, that nothing is real. Everything is, is really just an aspect of the ultimate source, meaning like Brahma, okay, or Brahman. And everything is a, a, a centralized reality progressed outward from there. Now, how is that any different than when we say simulated reality? The difference is if you ping those two concepts off to you, one, you want to push away, and the other feels more acceptable, more correct in a spiritual way. Well, if it's, if it's Brahman and it's, it's this, this whole God projection, it's okay. We're, we're good with that, Okay. And I would say to you, let's just remove that word and let's talk about the function of what that means. It means it's projecting a reality that we're all an aspect of that reality, that we are all a part of God, if you will, that we are all part of that identity, that that energy, that frequency, that everything. Tell me we're in there. If you remove the word Brahman, you remove the word simulated reality as starting points. Tell me how they're not virtually identical to a majority degree. Let's not get into the semantics of good and bad and all this other shit. Okay. Because even then they will say that it's, it's still, it still encompasses all of that before all that. They're the same. When you look at the idea of people saying that, that we are all part of God, it's the same. When you say Alisoni, it's the same. When you say anything spiritual that encompasses the idea that we are, a frequency or energy, a projected reality of God, the universe, we're threaded together, yada, yada, yada. It's the same. It's just a matter how you want to choose the language that fits your comfort level. But I say to you, be careful what you choose for that comfort level because it will dictate and put limitations on the possibility of you affecting or bending reality. When one encompasses this idea my my point is is that 
when we say a simulated reality, it has a very scientific context. All right, so when we think of simulated reality, it has a sterile idea because it invokes the idea of computer systems, hard drives, uh, 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 digital drives, uh, 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 memory cards. What, what we, at this date and point in our history, what we intellectually can wrap our heads around is based on what, what we can understand and what we utilize on a daily level. So we take that information and we project that as our tool, okay, to define to us what we're trying to understand. It's like a lens that we have to look through to a certain degree. Does everybody understand that? Give me a, a th okay. It's like primitive. It's like using stones to smash stuff, okay, rather than a hammer or a drill machine or a pounding machine or, or something, okay? You have to understand that the technology that is, is generating reality, okay, if you want to call it that, is so far beyond still the capability of the human race to truly wrap our mind around that we are still very primitively trying to grasp it. So, so if I say to you simulated reality, I can assure you probably in five to seven years, maybe 10 years, we're going to have a whole new word that really goes beyond simulated reality. You can remember, we, we, we started off with, you know, Maya, if you will, for, for the illusion then now we, we've got terms where, where it used to be holographic universe. And then it went on to, you know, we got virtual reality. We've got now simulated reality. We've got the matrix for a word. All of this is a progression in our thinking, our understanding as a society and culture. So this is, these are markers of what is going on in, in our minds collectively as a, as a hive mind. And it's very important to be aware of that. And that that certainly as much as, 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 as there was the words before, and that's what we could only perceive or had an idea of, except for the elitist, the, the, the people in that field, okay? Of course, they can push it a little bit further. But we began to expand our collective understanding, and these new words started taking on more context. I don't think there's a big difference between a holographic universe the matrix, a simulated reality, yada, yada. But if you really wanted to break it down, it comes down to the nuts and bolts of how it would function, how real it is, what, how it works. So when we, we think of simulated reality, you have to try to remove the fear of what that truly means of what you perceive it to mean. You're, you're, it, is, it is only human nature to fear what we don't understand. And that is a survival instinct that is, is through evolution. And so you have to ask yourself, am I allowing fear to dictate and control the direction of the navigation of my mind? Is it altering the course of the destination of me awakening by just little tiny bits as we cross an ocean. Do I, do I end up where I want to be or am I unaware of where it's sending me? So the interesting thing about the idea of a simulation is that the first thing it would want is that you do not become aware of the simulation because now you cease to function in a way that ideally would be something that it would want to observe. It wants to, to allow it to happen on its own accord. So there are those who choose to awaken.
There's those who talk about it. There's all those who theorize about it. There's those who, who contemplate it. But in the end, there are a few who choose to choose to awaken and awaken really, truly, truly, truly. When you think about spiritual things, what the fuck does awaken mean? I mean, really, what does enlightenment mean? What is it? What does it really mean? Oh, we come up with terms and content and understanding. Wrap your mind. Sure. But but this is what's interesting. If we can now move on to the idea of saying we have an understanding of our level of comprehension as spiritual people, because you got to believe in spiritual stuff. That's the first hurdle. OK, if you're if you're there and you're like, fuck, yeah, ghosts exist, entities exist, phenomena exist, spirituality exists, the forces. Exist. If you're there already. OK, the next thing is, is that you take the simulated reality. If you can accept the idea of simulated reality, you now got two lenses to look through. OK, now that's either going to be narrow or it's going to be wide. But either way, it's our tool to try to understand. It's the best tool we have for where we're at. And we're trying to improve that tool as we're speaking. When you look at all paranormal phenomenon, all spiritual phenomena, all miracles, if you want to call it that, and you look at it from the perspective of a simulated reality that we exist in, everything now becomes more feasible and more possible and more logical than it ever did before. Because when one sees something spiritual happen, we are in awe. It's a miracle. It's, it's unbelievable. There's a ghost. Ah, okay. Oh, there's, there's something that moved. Ah, there, 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 there's somebody walking on water. Ah, but when we look at it in the, the, the lens or the thought of simulated reality, you now have just upped yourself in a level that is profound because now you can comprehend how this is possible. You can observe it and become an observer that no longer is blanketed by mystery, by, by mystic level of, of unknowable. And as much as we may love that, you cannot become the master. You cannot become the mystic unless you can understand how it's done so that you can do it, so that you can affect it, so you can change it. So you can be on the outside observing, uh, or you can be on the other side being whoa, I'm a badass. Okay. You've, you've got to be able to understand that. There are so many things that run parallel to the idea of a simulated reality. It is mind blowing. I have known this for all my adult life over 30 years. And it's really, do we have a terminology yet that's universal that we can talk about this? It's only recent. It's really, it's really taken maybe 15 years really to, to go through, through, through the Matrix series, through different stuff, through science, through, through everybody looking at this in this way, to even say, you know what? We, we can see everyday technology so refined that we absolutely believe it's possible that you could put something on your head and believe that everything is, is literally fucking real. Yes? No? So now let's let's move this this conversation further. When we think about monks and spiritual masters who go into these deep states of consciousness, where are they going? Where are they going? Going somewhere. Or so we believe. When we talk about shadow people, where are they coming from? What are their intentions? I want you to think through simulated reality now. I want you to, to, to 
take that on now. Take on the, the what was before a creepy progress of, of shadow people and now look at it through the idea of a simulated reality. Are they from a parallel universe? And now is a parallel universe actually just another aspect of a simulated reality coexisting with our own, maybe an infinite amount? When they say there's infinite amounts of other dimensions and other universes, can we not accept the idea now that there's probably an infinite amount of simulated realities running? Does that not sit with you as a more logical way to, to see this than the, the idea of, oh, there's these other dimensions where unicorns come out and they fart rainbows. There has to be a level of logic within the realms of even metaphysical, paranormal, yada, yada. They just, just, I think that everybody who's into whatever I teach, you have to have a level of deduction and logic, and that's why you're here. That's why you listen to me, okay? So when we talk about other dimensions, one thinks about a hard drive maybe and these different programs running on the hard drive. No, 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 okay? Forget about that. Forget about hardware, computers. The, 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 the shit that's generating reality is unbelievable okay it's just it's just so amazing as i've said before to wrap your head around this if you were to close your eyes or to have a dream in your dream is there a limit to the depths of the ocean that your your mind can can envision in a dream is there a limit on the distance of how far and how wide your dream worlds can be is it is it only like oh it can only go a block it can only go a thousand miles and go uh, uh, light years. Can it not go the depths of infinite expansion? Can it not generate the idea of, of worlds and each world infinitely complex in its own way? And it can wrap its mind around that. It can, it can generate that. The people that you convey and share knowledge and experiences with in your dream are they not unique personalities on their own, just like meeting people? Do they not have their own accent, their own personality, the way they're dressed, their hair, their looks, everything, the tone of their voice, their accent even? Even the things that they're telling you being explained in a way that's unique to their personality versus your own. You're generating that entire world through your own fucking simulating system. You're generating an entire fucking multiverse. Or are you? <laughs> Let me suggest something a little bit more to you. Alasone. If we're in a simulated reality, then everything is generated through a source. Interestingly enough, we call sometimes God source. If source is generating, and it is the, the pivotal point of generating all this reality, then whatever you are dreaming is really just another layer of it generating that inner reality that you think you're perceiving. So is it you who's generating it in your brain or is that what you believe? And it turns out that something else that's generating you is generating that next layer of reality within you. And that other generation of reality in your, in your mind, it has less governors to limit what can happen there. And that it's designed in some ways to run systems so that you can advance yourself and survive. 
Most dreams are basically for you to have repeat dreams that are fearful so that you learn to overcome your fear. That's generally one of the basic ones to that. Other things is just conveying information to you. A lot of the greatest inventions in the world came when people were dreaming and it was conveyed to them. So was it done on purpose to move the whole program along or exactly how was that happening? So if we are generated, then whatever we're generating, our consciousness is generated. So you have to now start thinking backwards engineering. Now, for those of you guys who don't understand backwards engineering, let's just, let's just say we, we, we get an aircraft from some other country's technology and it, it crashes. We go, we get it, we bring it back. We don't have anything like it. We don't know how it works. We don't know what functions. We don't know anything about the metal, the technology, the wiring. Same thing goes for a UFO. Can any, I mean, it goes on and on. Backwards engineering is when we slowly start taking it apart, studying what it's doing, how it works, diagramming every part as we start to slowly methodically take it apart. We, we learn from the reverse engineering of it so that when we get to the very last bolt, we, we've kind of layered it to see what's going on inside of it. And in so doing, once we've done that, we now can take it from backwards and run it forwards and, and recreate it potentially, if we can understand it. So when one thinks about the dream world and you look at it from the perspective that if we're generated in a simulated reality, then it's, there is a level of resources dedicated to, to our minds that is generating other realities, other, other worlds within, our, within what we think is our consciousness. If we were to approach that from a backwards engineering perspective spiritually, can we bring that into this simulated reality? And by what means do we use the tools that we find there? Are they in some way practical to use in our reality if we could exploit how that's happening? This is what becomes mystics. This is what becomes paranormal psychic stuff. This is what becomes what is really hacking, reality hacking. A lot of people ask us, where's the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the foundation meditation system. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, 
order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at Higher Balance Institute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review so you can help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you'd like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio.